0: Look, when the algorithms figure out that you follow Vegas news, your social media feeds will inevitably start to surface so-called gambling influencers playing slot machines. And you may think, who in the world is this for? And yet, I'll linger, and apparently I am not alone. Millions of viewers are vicariously rooting for that big slot hit. Today on CityCast Las Vegas, casino industry expert Scott Robin, a.k.a. At Vital Vegas offers his take on gambling influencers. Do they actually influence people to gamble? Are the casinos in on it? And what is the dark side of gambling influencers? I mean, they're apparently here to stay. It's Monday, March 20th. I'm David Figler, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Scott Robin, also known as at VitalVegas to so many people, both here in Las Vegas and internationally. Welcome back to CityCast Las Vegas.
1: Thanks for having me back. I always love chatting. So
0: who is the typical gambling influencer? What channels are they on and what are they putting on the Internet?
1: Well, it's an interesting question because it is a relatively new phenomenon, just Literally in the last couple of years, this is really there's been a flood of of folks starting uh, slot channels. The foundation of it is people play slots, and they put their camera in front of it, and people watch them play slots. So it is a strange phenomenon, and I of course was completely wrong about uh, whether it would take off and become hugely popular. But it's popular and profitable for these folks. Uh, it really got going on. YouTube, uh, but is now present on every social platform for the most part that allows people to share video.
0: So we're talking TikTok and Instagram, YouTube, all these places. And you mentioned slots. Is there a specific type of slot that they're more focused on, like the real slots that people see? They're kind of cartoony and depend more on chance or maybe the ones that are a little bit more skill based?
1: Yeah, I think the, one of the big appeals of these channels is they can show off new machines. There's a high level of interest in those machines. Uh, they'll pretty much play anything. Uh, one of the things that really captures the attention of their audience is when they play high limits, because it tends to be that when you hit in high limit, you're going to get a much bigger win and usually a hand pay, and those are always a highlight of these channels.
0: So when we think of influencers just in general, they seem to be promoting something. Something's being sold on the back end. So what are gambling influencers promoting? Is it themselves, specific casinos, specific games?
1: Yeah, there's a, a big value in growing an audience. Uh, there's a bigger value in growing an engaged and loyal audience and an even bigger, bigger value in that audience taking action on your recommendations which essentially is the definition of influence the most obvious example to me is brian christopher he's an acquaintance and i'm a big fan whoa we just
0: won the grand you guys we landed the grand we landed the grand we landed the grand we landed the grand we landed the freaking grand Eleven thousand four hundred eighteen
1: dollars (gasps) on a 26 dollar bet oh i can't believe we just did that uh if one can be a fan of watching slot machines he's very self-deprecating about how his success came to be Mm -hmm. but yeah there there are quite often sponsorships and partnerships in in brian christopher's case he will often work with a casino to get permission to film in the casino to and he's promoting that casino. So it, it's not problematic when there's transparency and the influencer says, you know, I'm a partner with this casino. I'm I'm here. I I recommend that you come play at this casino. The the, the murky part of influence now is it's not always clear that those partnerships exist. It's not always made clear that there's money changing hands or Mm. other kinds of perks uh, for the influencers. So, you know, trust to me is always, that's the currency of social media, social influence, blogging, in my case, podcasting. So
0: now who are the bigger ones who are doing this in Las Vegas? And got to tell me, how many followers are we talking here? Is it, uh, Tens of thousands, hundreds of
1: thousands. Are we talking <laughs> millions of people doing? We're watching? talking millions of people, millions of impressions. In some cases, millions of dollars uh, are being generated by these folks when they have sponsorships and partnerships. And some are high rollers who make a lot of money just from the gambling itself. As we know, that doesn't tend to pan out in the long run. But uh, these folks, some of them are quite affluent. There's been a recent influx of influencers succeeding at this and actually moving to Vegas and making it their full-time job um, just becoming these, professional
0: gamblers which on some well, level they're, is they're
1: entertainers okay who, gamble as the form of entertainment they're providing nobody nobody's a professional gambler I mean there's some in poker but that's it like I I hear all the time like I'm a professional roulette player there's no professional roulette players there's people who have a good night and quit those are the people fair point (laughs)
0: fair point Scott I will give you that one uh though the IRS may you know get information otherwise uh that is a very fair point who are some of the other really big Influencers are out there who have lots of eyes on how they're gambling.
1: Yeah, I I mean, Brian Christopher is is the most notable one because he was kind of the leader of the pack. And when people saw his success, I think that was a reason for a lot of other slot influencers to start their channels. So he would be an example of the kind of doing it the right way. People know that he's being compensated sometimes for his endorsement of a given casino. Yeah, I saw
0: somebody showed up in one of my feeds, uh, adorable, I think she calls herself Lady Luck or something like that. I don't know enough about her, but she just like so excited when she wins. Sometimes she doesn't win, which is also nice to show that balance
1: uh, if you're gonna go that route. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's wh- quite a few. There's Tra- Travel Ruby, who started out doing uh, just a travel kind of vlog, and she and her husband now have a slot channel.
0: All right, we're back up to 72. That's amazing. It's bonus now. Yeah, now it's got to give us the bonus here.
1: No, oh. it's teasing. We'll get it.
0: If it does the two, it gives
1: you like the lowest number. Ah, we'll get it. There's a gentleman locally, Jacob Worth. He started out just talking about Vegas and now has a slot channel as well. Welcome back to the slot video here on the channel, guys. We are at the north end of the Las Vegas Strip. I am at the Strat Hotel and Casino, about to play top dollar in the Highlander room that they just opened. Five minutes ago. These folks, they understand that if you want to do this as a job, you have to do the part that is going to build your audience quickly and is going to give you a loyal following that might take your advice to go to a given casino. Uh, they also see it's just a level of interest that's, that's really high. And there's two issues with that lately. Mm-hmm. Because while some uh, influencers are scrupulous, Others, one, may not be transparent about their business relationships. There are others who may be accepting money from people outside of Nevada. So when they're streaming Ooh. and doing their channel, they're taking illegal bets from outside the state. You're not allowed to take money from yeah, other that people sounds and really... gamble it for them close to that line if not over it yeah that's that's straight up illegal the Mm. one that's a great area is another gentleman uh lucky d he's infamous for taking eighteen hundred dollars from his customers taking them to high limit helping them figure out where to put the money in the machine and showing their massive jackpot and uh he has a tagline where he does a thumbs up thing all right 2500 one more time
0: Thousand, thousand.
1: dollars nice. $3,750 when the thumb goes
0: up you know it's just like that just
1: like that beautiful so that's a great area where i can't find anything illegal about it but that's one that has has kind of gotten the attention of casinos and uh, they don't know what to do with some of these influencers because another another area of concern is it can be a little disruptive when a group of people come in for what's called a group poll, which is the influencer and their followers combining their resources to take pulls on a machine and uh, sharing the winnings. But it's also just disruptive for the high rollers in your high limit room when there's somebody with a camera, a tripod, uh, maybe multiple cameras, maybe people watching. So there's a list of things that is really muddying the waters. And at one point MGM Resort said no filming in our casinos because they didn't know what to do. They don't know what to do about a Lucky D. Oh, altogether
0: there was they they did a ban on on the concept of filming your 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 own gameplay.
1: Yes, so that was kind of this knee-jerk reaction to the Lucky D's, and then they created a group of staffers at MGM Resorts to kind of figure out policies and to vet influencers and decide who they would allow in to create rules for who can shoot what. So they kind of, they walked it back a little bit and said, you can use a camera to take images of your slot machine, but you can't use a tripod. So they're getting into the nuances of how these content creators actually create their content.
0: I'm wondering if some of the casinos are paying people to do this? That's just a simple question to me, it, because it's a manner of, it's marketing and advertising all rolled up into one, it looks very organic. Are some casinos paying for this to happen?
1: Yeah, it's. I think in the case of someone like Brian Christopher, it's a definite benefit to have an actual partnership with him. I don't know if money changes hands in his case, uh, or where, but I know he does work with casinos, but he does it in a forthright way. He's working with the plaza downtown. Uh, they had a Brian Christopher branded part of the casino, and now they're building an expansion that's kind of in collaboration with him because he brings bodies to the building. There's an actual value. The The trouble for casinos is they're not good at this yet. They don't know what to make of influencers. They've been told they need to work with influencers. Influencers are exploiting that to the max by kind of often overstating their influence. and. Uh, you know, attempting to charge or get rooms or get food and other freebies, casinos are at a loss to know what to do, and yeah. they they often have PR firms that also don't know what to do. Well, what I'm taking away from you, Scott, is that there's kind of like three categories
0: of these gambling influencers. They're the ones that are completely transparent, like Brian. They rise to the to the top of people's list when they talk about it. Then there's folks who are going. Uh, presumably gambling their own money, let's just say their own money, taking their own risks, and then trying on the back end to use that experience in a way to generate interest in themselves for whatever monetary gain they can pull out of it. And then, and I looked it up while you were talking about it, uh, this guy D. Lucky, uh, if you search him, it looks like he never gambles himself. It's all experiences of other people gambling. When you Google it, the S word comes up a little bit. But it also looks like um, he just shows the the positive side, only winning and maybe not the the losing that the people are
1: doing. Is that exploitive? Many would say yes. Uh, it's one of those gray areas. He charges $1,800. It's basically, it seems like a meet and greet. So he'll meet someone at a high limit room. He comes with a security team uh, because he does play himself himself. Uh, Occasionally, but uh, for the most part, it's people coming and they they really he sells an experience. So the experience is coming to the high limit. They use their own money to gamble. And if they hit a jackpot, he shares it like he's somehow responsible. So mm. I'm not a fan. But again, this is an area where it's very confusing because he actually had a partnership with Win Resorts to host an event. Uh, and I raised the question on Twitter, are hey, wind, are you do you know what this guy does? And they they pulled the plug on it the next day, removed it from their website. But I think it was because they they see that somebody has a large audience. And that that to them equates to exposure for the brand, uh, future visits, future gaming revenue. But it's this behavior is questionable. Even if it's not illegal, and uh, more and more people are seeing it, going, "Well, I I may not be able to get eighteen hundred bucks, but maybe somebody will give me three hundred bucks to show them this machine. It's Top huh. Dollar. I'm an expert at Top Dollar. I'm an expert at pinball.
0: I'm an expert." Yeah, at and those at, are both whatever. main brands of popular slot
1: machines. Uh, yes, top they're dollar my and favorites, yeah. and I will accept a cocktail to point <laughs> at the machine and go, "Yep, that's Top Dollar." Figure out. Th- See, and I'm you so you know what you're doing, look. Scott. Is you're saying I'm a good luck
0: charm, and so I'm going to push back like cheekily here and saying, you know, isn't it buyer beware? If you're putting yourself out, I'm Vital Vegas. I am the best luck charm. If you give me two hundred dollars, I'll stand next to your machine, and while well, I can't guarantee anything, I'm a lucky buck, right? Yep. I it mean, is, is that so it wrong? It is shady.
1: Shady. That's it, shady. It, well,
0: is that shadier I don't know if than having wrong. a psychic brunch? show at a casino. Is that a thousand
1: times worse? You make a great point. I want to get into
0: that as the kind of the, the last part of this about the ethics or the being unscrupulous or shady or any of the words that you're using. Look, when when casinos advertise and market to drum up more business, they do their best to make it seem attractive. Of course, casinos also usually have to have some sort of disclaimer or warning about problem gambling on it. Influencers don't have similar restraint. Do you, do you think that promoting gambling in these kind of hypnotic watch the slot machine ways is risking hooking
1: too many folks that might develop problem gambling disorders? Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a no uh, on that for me. It's any exposure to gambling. It's fun. So it could be you want to have fun. I think the percentage of people with problem gambling has stayed pretty consistent. Uh, it's one one percent or something of the of the gambling population well and I read Uh, your
0: feed and I know that you think that too much prom gambling awareness stuff is a buzzkill I get that but you also Scott you do retweet out the stats about the addictive nature of slot machines Uh, I've seen it in your tweets you quote addiction by design and other sources so do you think there is maybe a balance that these slot influencers should find between the fun parts and exploiting mental health challenges for some people
1: yeah, I'm I'm on the no side of that. I'm sorry. I I try to be uh, fair and balanced in my the things I share. I love gambling, and I also am aware of what casinos do. Uh, that liquor is not free. I know the culture of casinos. I don't I don't love the stigma of gambling or casinos as some kind of evil that people can get trapped by. Uh, I think a lot of people. Do gamble for entertainment. I think that's what these influencers are doing. There's always the risk of compulsive anything. You know, if you're doing journalism about Vegas, if you're do, doing food reviews, I, I don't think a food reviewer needs to talk about the hazards of obesity. And diabetes, I, I I just don't think that's hot in them. And I think that casinos do it too much because they're trying to counteract that stigma. I think they should have responsible gaming programs. Um, I'm I'm actually hearing that they're they're getting much more um, regimented about it and strict about it because it used to be if you self-excluded, meaning I'm telling the casino I should not be gambling. It used to be you could kind of swing back and go I. Didn't mean it. A year later, but now if you self exclude, it's it's lifetime self exclusion. Well, some some,
0: yeah. I mean, every yeah. every property or or group has kind of a different policy on that, and we could talk about forever. And I will definitely push back a little. Working with a lot of problem gamblers as I do in my other life, non podcast. But I want to ask this then to you, Scott Rubin, as the final question, Scott. If if you were running a casino, what limitations or policies would you have on your gambling influencers in the Scott Robin Vital Vegas casino?
1: Yes. Well, I would probably not pay them to do what they do. I would probably do what MGM is doing, MGM Resorts. They are taking a much more nuanced, granular approach to it, case by case. I think it's amazing when anybody can make a living talking about casinos or Vegas or gambling. I say more power to them. I think there's a definite line in the sand when it becomes an illegal act, when somebody's taking money and gambling it for them. That is illegal. And I also think we need to watch the folks who are exploiting naive players, which I think they're definitely there's at least one person doing that. <laughs> Got it. Scott Rovin at
0: Vital Vegas Man, thanks so much for coming on to the CityCast Las Vegas podcast. Always so knowledgeable about gambling stuff and look forward to talking with you again.
1: Let's do it. Thanks again.
0: And here's a micro dose of news. Republic Services, the private company contracted to pick up our garbage, is apparently on a suing binge against local homeowners. The Nevada Current reports the disposal company has filed 196 lawsuits in Southern Nevada in 2022. That's double the amount of cases in 2021. So what's driving this surge? No one knows, but it's not small numbers involved. The Current spoke with a person who claims to have not received notice until a lawsuit against her arrived demanding $13,000. And meanwhile, our water woes continue. The Southern Nevada Water Authority recently approved spending $1.4 million to figure out if that third straw is low enough to maintain water quality. That's the intake near the bottom of the lake that was meant to keep water flowing to Vegas despite the lake's plummeting levels. This evaluation is expected to take place over the next eight months. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. Hey, quick question. Have you seen any tourists getting swindled in Vegas? What do you think are the biggest tourist scams in town right now? Hey, let us know by leaving us a message at 702-514-0719 and we may play it on a future episode. And if you enjoyed this episode, why not tell a friend? Hey, rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Take care. Next time, you and I are going to talk about what percentage of the billion dollars a month casinos makes is attributable to people with problem gambling disorders, okay? It's all me. I I take full credit. Okay. Well, (laughs) We'll it might turn out that way. We'll talk soon. (laughs)